Coincidence or miracle? Ten events that changed the course of the Revolutionary War. Chapter number nine, The Real Lafayette. Marie-Joseph-Paul gives Roche Gilbert Dudemotier, Marquise de Lafayette. <laughs> yep, that's his name. If you want to learn to pronounce it correctly, you'll probably want to rent a French tutor for a month or so. We just call him Lafayette, and we love him as we love one of our own founding fathers. He was born into a super wealthy family and followed the tradition of his time by going to military school. He was commissioned as an officer at the age of 13. Lafayette followed the American colonies and fell in love with what we were doing so much that he riled his commanding officer who commanded him to stop talking about it. When Lafayette decided to go to America, his cousin the king ordered him not to go. In response to that, he took his own money, bought a ship, hired a crew, and hired a troop of soldiers to go with him. Yep, all at his own expense. When Lafayette arrived and went to see Washington, they hit it off right away. You see, George Washington had lots of soldiers coming from all over Europe willing to fight for us, but they wanted to be paid. Many of them were officers and therefore <laughs> wished to be paid even more. Young 19-year-old Lafayette not only offered to fight at no cost, but was willing to bear the cost of the men he brought with him. Wow! Now that was refreshing. George Washington gave him an immediate rank of Brigadier General. At first he had no other men to lead, but soon that changed, and we found that he was a brilliant tactician and a great leader of men. He was an incredible man. He actually spent the winter in Valley Forge with Washington. He fought in most of the major battles and was wounded at Brandywine. He went back to France several times to plead with his uncle to increase help to the colonies. He was very instrumental in getting the French to finally recognize us as a nation and join forces with us as we fought the British. If we had not had the French fleet helping us to box up Cornwallis, then our siege of Yorktown <laughs> wouldn't have done a bit of good at all. Thank you, Lafayette. When Cornwallis came to Yorktown, the double spy Armistead Lafayette told Lafayette, who told Washington, who called Robert Morris, who borrowed so much from all his friends and for George Washington, he ended up in debtor's prison. Then Washington charged his troops 300 miles to Yorktown. During all of this time, Cornwallis smelled a rat and tried to get away. But Lafayette outfoxed and outfought him and stopped him cold until Washington arrived. Now, on another note, the famous Swamp Fox needs to be given proper credit for his role in pushing General Cornwallis to Yorktown. Francis Marion, mostly operating without orders, used the strike-and-run guerrilla tactics all over Georgia and the Carolinas that Cornwallis was just worn out. He tried everything to catch him, but just couldn't. He saw Yorktown as a chance to rest and regroup. Huh. Was that a coincidence? Or was that a genuine miracle?